everybody and welcome to the Words With Me podcast. My name is Carson Bush. I am an engineer millennial who is finding her footing while finding the highest version of herself. If you are new, thank you for joining me and thanks for being here because this is actually a very special episode of the podcast. This is the very first interview that I've ever done. So just to prep you, this is a very open, honest, transparent conversation. If you've listened to any other episodes, you know I love talking about people's successes, but also people's failures, lessons learned, and everything in between. So I'm very excited for this conversation today. Today, we are going to be talking to Kayla Garrett. Kayla Garrett of Planting Assets helps individuals build consistent healthy habits through cleansing, fresh juice, and CMOS gel. And I was inspired not only by her resilience but just the effort it takes to start and maintain her business so i'm very excited to share this interview with you all and without further ado let's get straight into it so kayla definitely appreciate you being here and excited to have this conversation i hope you're as ready as i am (laughs) yes i'm ready it's gonna be a good one perfect yeah i just wanted to be and open so I would love for everyone to get to know you better and kind of get a better understanding of you know who is Kayla so I'm calling this interview series kind of like words with so this will be words with Kayla uh, and just giving you the open floor to talk about how awesome you are so I guess for people who are listening you know how would you kind of describe yourself to someone who didn't know you all right well um she said it my name is kayla i am from the bay area oakland california um i enjoy gardening and being out in the nature hiking um just i don't know i like i feel like that i just like being around the earth um and it it really calms me um i i'm a virgo i like doing a lot of things alone and what else about me? I enjoy learning. I enjoy um, learning new topics and we'll probably get to this at another point um, within this interview, but I enjoy like doing different things and like telling people what I learned, teaching them what I know and informing others. No, I love it. I love it. And I remember, and I think for each person, it's like there's always a certain connection. There's something that stands out. And I remember for the both of us, um, we both went to undergrad at the same school, into Cal Poly Pomona. And so I remember kind of seeing you in all of like your leadership capabilities and potential. And I, I feel like you were always just involved and in just giving back where you can. So how did Cal Poly Pomona, I guess, shape you or what are some of your core memories from that time? Yeah, definitely during that time, you got it right. I I did a lot of leadership things. I I felt, and even before then in high school, I participated a lot too in a lot of different things. Um, I don't know. I feel like I just like being involved and I like the idea and the feeling of just having community. And for Cal Poly Pomona, we were, I mean, there there were a lot of, it seemed like it was a lot of black people on campus, but um, I studied economics and in a lot of my classes, like maybe for the first two years, there were, it was me and maybe two other black women in my classes. And then after they graduated, it was really just me. Um, Yeah, it was just me, like for the rest of my time there, 
I was the only girl, the only woman in um, economics during that time. So I feel like a lot of me being involved was because I wanted to be connected to my people because when I was at home, I I was surrounded by all by black people all the time. And that was just, I feel like that was just kind of my way of getting comfortable and being comfortable in school. And um, it also allowed me to help others and build connections and um, leave a footprint on the campus. Yeah, no, that's awesome too. And I feel like for everyone that you kind of see just doing it, right? There's this out there making it happen, inspiring. There's always, there's something there, you know, like something deep down that's like pushes and motivates people to just keep doing it and keep going. Cause I can definitely relate to that for sure. You know, being the only one, at least with my twin, you know, at least, at least one or two. So you get a yeah. little easier, <laughs> uh, but that's definitely real. Um, so I guess you were talking about your experience with economics and just kind of how you studied that. And I remember kind of getting into what you're doing now a bit. So planting assets, I think I remember I saw like some reels or videos you had posted and it was about like stocks and investing. And I think that's kind mm -hmm. of the first introduction that I had to, to your business, but I think it's kind of pivoted a bit. So kind of getting into planting assets, you know, with your economics background, how did you really start doing that and what motivated you to keep it going? So that the business thing, it, it's a whole thing. Um, like from high school, really starting in high school, I remember we had an ex assignment in my economics class and he was one of my favorite teachers. And one of like the assignment that he gave us was uh, it was like something on the lines of writing about who we wanted to be or what role we wanted to be in or something like that. And I remember writing CEO and just talking about how I wanted to be a CEO. And I remember him like saying, like, you can't just say like CEO, like it, that's, that's kind of a, it's a title. <laughs> like, what is it that you want to do? But, and I guess for me, it was like, well, I guess I, I want to have my own business. <laughs> like, that's kind of how I was thinking of it. Um, but just something that was in top leadership and like a very important role, making a lot of um, great decisions. So coming from coming from there in college i i maybe my fourth or fifth year i wanted to start a business and i didn't really know how to go about it um at all and the first business because i pivoted a lot the first business idea was it was called secure the kinks and it was just it was about like black hair and it was during a time or just within, yeah, within the time of when a lot of black women were learning about their hair and learning about, um, you know, there was all these different products that was coming out and, you know, it was a whole natural hair movement of women just cutting their hair off and um, learning about their hair. And as I was like kind of going through that transition myself, I wanted to inform people about it. And I, I wanted to have like a beauty supply and um, and I had all these ideas for that, but I really didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know like where to get products from or how I would fund it. I had a website, but, and I had like all of these sort of products or whatever, but it just wasn't really put together that well. So that's kind of where it started. 
And then I was like, okay, I'll do makeup. So then I had, um, and I was already doing makeup throughout um, college. And um, yeah, I was doing makeup for like Shades of Queens, like fashion shows and stuff. They would have like yearly fashion shows. And um, they would ask me to come and do makeup for the models. And, and then once I got back home, like after graduating, I was like, okay, well maybe I can, I can do makeup. Um, since I was into makeup, I had a bunch of makeup and I had dibbled and dabbled in being, um, like a YouTuber, like a makeup YouTuber. And so that lasted for a little while. And I worked at that time too, as I was, um, like doing makeup. And then I was thinking like, oh, well maybe I want to do something else. And I started doing like lip injections with that, stopped that because I didn't really believe in it and continue doing makeup. I actually, I still do makeup. Is that like another side thing that you do too? Or is it like, how do you kind of do that now? With the makeup, um, I just like, usually it's like my friend, I don't promote it or anything, but I do have like um, specific people that they like the way that I do their makeup. They, they like the look that I give them and the experience. And so I'll do makeup for that. Um, and that's kind of how I ended up in this room that I'm in. It's, it started from makeup. So from the makeup, I was like, okay, I was learning about vending machines. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, maybe I can do vending machines because it seems like it'll be an easy kind of passive um, income. I'm still interested in vending machines, but I just didn't really get anything started with that. So then that's when I decided to start doing like stocks and stuff. Um, and I felt like, okay, maybe, maybe this would be, this would be the thing because I have an economics degree. I have a banking um, background. Like I know about this stuff and I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe it's coming around full circle to whereas now um, I can teach people about investing and, and stocks and you know get this information out to my community and stuff but and at that same time I was selling juice I was selling fresh juice and I was um even all throughout even when I was doing like the makeup and like serious about makeup I was also selling like sea moss and selling um yeah just making juice for my family not selling it yet it took me a while before I started selling it really, but um, that's when I, at some point I said, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to actually not at some point, I think at the end of this year, at the end of 2022, I was like, okay, um, I'll go into doing the juice because a lot of people were interested in it. And I was seeing such good results, like from my family and um, being able to help them with a lot of their um, health ailments and um, just the import, like understanding the importance of our health. And that's what kind of led me here. And I, I just made a promise to myself earlier this year that I'm just going to stick with the juice this year and see what and kind of see what happens and where it takes me um but so yeah that's how planting assets came about it did start like the name the planting assets it was from my love of gardening and 
understanding like that there are assets with uh, like stocks and stuff. But I really like I really like the name and I feel like um, for me, it kind of has like a meaning of like just growing and growth. And I feel like that's kind of it's very specific to specific to my journey and specific to how I got here. Yeah. And I think the part that stuck out to me when you were talking about it, it's like going from like one thing to the next. And there's always like a passion that you have that maybe that you put off. So you're talking about like gardening, like that's something that, you know, to someone is like, oh yeah, that's cool. But like seeing how you can actually take that and like make it something bigger is really cool. Um, I guess kind of going back to like the pivot. So when you were like, oh, I'm gonna do the juice full time. This is, you know, what I'm going to do. Um, I guess initially, was there ever any struggle, you know, changing from, hey, like, let me use what I studied, my degree economics to go to juice full time? Like, was there ever an issue that you had? Because I know pivoting can be hard for some people. Yeah, I I definitely had problems with it um, because I didn't want to do juicing. I didn't want to go into juicing because it takes a lot of work. Um. Yeah, it just, it takes a whole lot of work and a lot of, it takes a lot to get juices. And um, I didn't initially want to to be in it. I felt like it was so different from my economics background. But um, I also was seeing that a lot of people were getting degrees. And I mean, unless you were unless you had a, a degree specifically in like engineering where, you know, you all go into your field, a lot of people get degrees and then they kind of just see where life's take, life takes them and don't barely, barely use their degree. Um, so I don't, I like, I, I feel like I more so had a problem with, I felt like I was just switching, pivoting too often and um, I couldn't tell if I was like doing the right thing or, you know, if I needed to stick, like stick with something longer, like I couldn't really gauge it. So, um, and I did, and I felt like embarrassed about it too. I also felt like, like I have other friends that are, that have businesses and many of them have stuck with their business like the initial plan for it for some years now. And um, and I felt like, dang, like, I wonder where, like, if I would have stuck with this, where would I have been or where would I have gone? And I spent a lot of years trying to do, okay, I'll try to, I'll try to do all of these things. I'll do the makeup and I'll do the stocks. I'll do the stocks and the juicing or, and I didn't plan to really go full time with the juicing. I was just like, okay, maybe I'll just use the juicing as a way to raise money because I was getting sales with juices. But then I was like, well, if I'm getting set, like, you know, I feel like I started hearing more messages that was just like, <clears throat> you know, when you're starting a business to what do people want from you? Like, don't try to force something on people what are people asking you for what are people what do people come to you for and a lot of people come to me about health stuff all like for a very long time 
people have come to me and asked me about help stuff. People still come to me and ask me like, like my cousin, she just called me and she was like, you know, I have, um, I have all this mucus in my system. What should I do? Like, give me some tips. And, um, I feel like I always, like, I always get those type of calls or those type of messages. That's like, I have this going on. Like, what should I do? So I'm like, so that's what kind of led me to sticking with the juicing and sticking with um, just being healthy, I think. No, and it's really cool, too, because I think like, you know, when you're figuring out what your business is, like I for myself, I kind of had a point when I started working like, hey, you know, doing something on the side. Like, what is it that I'm passionate about? What do I like? And obviously talking, <laughs> talking and writing and all that stuff, those things I enjoy. But I think it's easy to kind of like doubt yourself, you know, or, you know, limit yourself based on, hey, you know, they've been sticking with this business for so long and like, here's little old me doing this. But I remember I saw a TikTok and she was talking about basically how your passions kind of find you. So even if, hey, like it wasn't the plan to do the juicing, um, her example was, you know, you're really good at doing hair. But you never know, like you're doing your hair and your clients are sitting in your chair and they're talking to you about like, hey, like this is the issue I'm having in my relationship. Like, oh, I need advice on my business or I need help with this and understanding like, hey, you can actually use that gift to serve other people, even if initially it's like, what am I what am I doing doing hair? Like, you know, what is this? And I feel like even though juicing, it wasn't a part of the plan, like the way that I've kind of been watching it happen and watching it grow has been really inspiring for me because like you're saying that other people are speaking for business a long time. And my thing is she's consistent. She's consistent and she's working on it and she's, you know, honing her craft. And that's the thing that I admire a lot because consistency definitely is not always something that is easy for me. Like I come and go to the podcast all the time. So I'm trying to be consistent in 2023. That's what I said for myself. But as far as just being so consistent, because I know you were saying you like tables and charts and lists and things like that like what advice do you have as someone who has been so consistent and keeping your promises to yourself you know to somebody who's just trying to figure out how to find that balance how to find their footing um i think i think you have to like what i have been doing is um getting over the embarrassment getting over the feeling of like Cause it, for me, it was like, oh my God, like all these people online are watching me go through all of these transitions and go and pivot so many times. And I remember putting it in my caption before, like, um, it's so embarrassing how often I'm pivoting. And I feel like it, like just starting to be more transparent and just, I mean, this is like life, <laughs> like, like it's such a it's just life at this point to me and I feel like you have to kind of just get to a point where you don't care maybe what other people think or how you're being viewed at least that that's what it was for me because in my what I've seen was there were a lot that like I have friends that have businesses I also have friends that aren't consistent in their business like in those businesses I also have friends or know of people who started businesses and didn't continue with them. And, um, you know, everybody creates, creates a new Instagram page and it's like, follow my business page, follow my business page. But there's so much work that goes into it. And we just think 
immediately to social media and promoting and all of these things. And um, it takes a lot. I think you just have to be ready to put in the work and being honest with yourself. Like, am I putting in the work? And that's why you have seen me a lot more on your timeline and being so consistent because for a long time I was like, I feel like I'm putting in the work. Like, why isn't this working? It was like, Kayla, no, you're not. You're not. You could be doing a whole lot more. Like you're, you're, you're being very, not basic, but you're just, what is the word? I lost it. You're not doing, you're not doing as much as you could be doing. And um, I had to be very forward with myself about that and honest and just, and say, okay, well, I'm gonna turn it up a little bit. And we're gonna see what happens. Yeah. I, I like turning it up. That's honestly, I think that's just a mood for everything. Like taking a chance on yourself and just, hey, let's see how this works. Let's just go full in. And I know something that I dealt with too, is just like we were talking about showing up authentically is one thing that's kind of been a theme. Um, and just not caring what other people think, you know, so there's always i think different sides to it when especially on instagram when you're starting a business and you see other people that are like have all these followers and have you know all of the success and like you just see everything right um and not knowing like what it takes to get there um because it can be real especially i think it's the internal stuff like it's not even things that people tell you but maybe the things that you tell yourself so hey if they see me making all these pages or they see me pivoting what are they gonna think or what you know what's gonna happen and getting to the point of just not caring I think is definitely a mood but it's easier said than done because I still go through that too yeah girl definitely um and even just like to to address the point that you made a lot of people a lot of these pages look amazing they look so good and this is something that I'm learning because uh, I, I'm kind of like, I'm going through it. I'm learning through it right now, growing through it right now. And um, a lot of a lot of these pages look amazing aesthetically. Their websites look amazing. Everything looks amazing and on point and they are not getting sales. And um, even with all the followers, not getting sales, not not really reaching the people in whatever way, um, and that's the reason why I did start just being like, I'm just gonna post it, whatever. And then as I grow, you'll, you'll be able to see the transition. Like right now I'm in my kitchen. Soon you'll be able to see me in, in other places. Um, you'll be able to see the work pay off and, um, and just kind of being, like, and it still bothers me too, because sometimes I, I like get very like, um, about like the quality of the content, like in my head about that a little bit. So I think that's definitely not something that just goes away, but it's like, like something I tell my friends, like, girl, sometimes you just got to post it and put your phone down and run. Like, and yeah, let it do what it do. Don't go look at it. Um, and a lot of the people like successful entrepreneurs that I follow, they talk about, you know, when they were starting 10 years ago. And that's the thing, too. Like some of these people that are that do look amazing online, they've been online and doing this work for 10 plus years. And it's like 
why do we think <laughs> that we're all like that within a year, within a couple months that we're going to be able to produce what they have mastered? Like, it's not we're on the first grade level and they are way in college. Like they they have. Yeah, they have. They understand the way that it works and they're comfortable with it and they were able to definitely grow with the app as well which is that's really cool too but um yeah like something that I learned from a lot of them is like stop don't look at the don't look at the numbers like I do and I do look at my analytics but you know sometimes don't care so much so much about the likes or the comments or the shares or the saves and all of that and kind of just what I what I'm doing now is just putting things out and seeing what works, and just testing it out and not being afraid to test it. And if it flops, then it flops. I posted yesterday. I posted um, something about apples. Like I post like tips about like different fruits and stuff on my um, Instagram. And usually that those videos they don't do that well. That video did so well immediately. And I was like, Are y'all kidding me? <laughs> like, what did I do different? And I was thinking about that. Like, what did I do differently in this video that is not that that attracted so many of y'all? Like, what happened? But sometimes that's how it is. Like sometimes one of your videos will just get a lot of traction, and sometimes one of your videos nobody will ever see. And you just got to be able, you just got to be okay with either way. Um, but yeah, like what you were saying, you know, about how long it can actually take to get to that point you want to be, because it's, I'm in the same boat, honestly. Like it's been maybe almost two-ish, three-ish years since I've been starting the podcast. And granted, you know, not being the most consistent while doing that, that's definitely something that's I'm learning how to get better at. But it's always kind of just overcoming that thought of like how long you know how long is it gonna take like we've been doing it for a long time like how long realistically do i need to keep doing this and yeah. i think podcasting for sure it takes it takes a long time to like get off the ground to get people to listen but something that i kind of remind myself is that whoever it's gonna reach it's gonna reach who's ever supposed to listen they're gonna listen they're gonna hear it and not worrying so much about like analytics and things because i i struggle with making sure i don't look at them because i think when i started uh, for me it started as a blog initially like i used to look at numbers way too much and i think that's probably just like the analytical person that i am not it's not the best um uh, but yeah like just overcoming like hey they they're successful like look how they've grown and it's popped off and like i'm still growing but it's always just the small beginnings like you have to start somewhere and like what you were saying it's like the people that you admire that you're watching like they've been 10 years like in the game doing it and that can be hard too just understanding like hey maybe this is my season where it's small beginning like maybe this this is just the time where things are just small and it's okay you know not um saying that small is bad at all uh, but i guess beyond the business because obviously it takes a lot to put yourself out there, number one, but then also to, you know, get to a point where maybe you don't care as much what other people are saying, what other people are thinking. What struggles or, you know, perceptions of yourself did you kind of have to overcome and work through just to get to that point where you're at now of not necessarily caring? 
Um, I feel like definitely just being comfortable showing up without the makeup, um, with my natural curly hair. Um, yeah, mostly, I feel like that's just, that was mostly the thing since a lot of this work was being done on Instagram. And Instagram is a very aesthetic app. Um, especially, and also coming from the beauty industry, which kind of turned me from the beauty industry too, was just the way that people are treated when they don't have a specific look. And, and that may have just been something that was more so in my head um, and just like insecurity I was feeling with it but um just just being just being comfortable showing up as I am in in my skin like definitely for the podcast I came looking amazing like at first I was just like okay I'm gonna just do my eyebrows and then I end up doing a whole face and I was like okay but you know what you gotta represent your brand I know she's gonna want to record so I want to look my best and feel my best um but you know, just when I'm making, like, when I need to show up on my page, it's more so about just showing up as I am. And I remember I was talking to uh, my accountability partner, and she was, well, we were we were talking about my uh, one of my videos on um, Instagram. And in the video, I just have, like, my, my teeny afro before I part my hair. Um, but I, <clears throat> I have like my tiny afro and I remember when I was editing that video I barely I didn't really want to post it like it was it I, I didn't like the look and I was so like self-conscious about it that I barely shared it as well and that's I feel like it's one of my videos that got a lot of traction and I was like, I was so in my head myself and nobody cared. Nobody else cared. Um, in which I also was in my head like, oh my God, like people are probably sharing this, like look at her hair. And I was explaining that to her. <laughs> Just, you know, in your head about thinking the, thinking anything, thinking all of the worst things really. Um, and yeah, I was just sharing that with her, and I'm like, and it it don't even matter. Like, you shared it, I um, it made my video perform well, whatever the reason was for it. Does it doesn't even matter, and that's just me overthinking what happened because what if that wasn't the case? Mm-hmm. No, I mean it's super relatable for sure. Because I think too, it's even like podcasting, right? Like. I, I have the option of just using my voice and hey, they, they won't see me this time. Like we'll do a video later, but like same things like, hey, am I like, is this crooked? Like, oh, like I didn't notice my face looked like that. And it's always just the stuff you say to yourself, you know, like yeah. literally it could be anything going on and like in your head, it's like, this is the worst. 
like this is awful whatever what am i doing and then the outside it's like no like this is actually amazing like even with your videos like i, I can see that for sure because quality is important but just getting in your head about that and i'm like her videos look amazing like i remember when i dm'd <laughs> you about you. the captions and i was like what do you use like what what do you use because it's like there's things that i can learn just from seeing people that i admire and i'm like no that's actually amazing like i'm i'm in awe so it's like you never know like yeah. the oh yeah no problem you're welcome but like you never know the impact you can have on people just by showing up authentically just by you know just sharing what it is that's like naturally inside of you and i'm wondering too you know as far as getting to that point like if you've ever kind of questioned like your passion like is this really what i want to do or is this you know really what's happening because i think at a certain point when you're kind of in it and you start dedicating more of yourself like for some reason that's when a lot of the questions come up like not when you're first starting it because i think when you're first starting you're you're more gung-ho about it and you're like yes i got this like the energy is 100 percent and like you've been in it for a while and that's when it gets like oh my gosh like what what am i doing so i just wonder if that's kind of been like a similar experience for you um sometimes um like we were talking about before how i want to start a podcast and and I planned on starting it, but at the time that I planned to start it, that's when I had all those, I had um, a car accident, totaled my car. And then I was like, how the heck am I gonna make this happen? And I just totally put that on the back burner completely because that was also, like my transportation was also to get me to back and forth to farmer's markets. Um, I feel like you have to, like, for me, I just, I have been learning to just trust my intuition and to trust the decisions that I make. And, um, like, knowing when it when it's my time. Like, I don't think that I will be doing, that I am going to be doing juices for so long. But, um... I feel like I'm what I am going to do is like keep stay within this industry but find other things that I can do within it and um and yeah I don't know I just feel like you kind of just have to trust yourself like trust yourself and me I'm a planner I'm a I, I'm the type of person I make a lot of lists. I make a list for everything on my way here. I made a list like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this when I get there so that we can start on time. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I just, for me, that's, that's what I do. I, I write it down. These are, and I did this with all the businesses, by the way. Um, these are all the things that I want to do within this. So Either we're going to get close to that or we'll be pivoting again. And then I feel like that just goes back to that and just being comfortable pivoting if your soul is telling you you need to pivot. If you feel like there's nothing else that you can give and you're just not called to it or drawn to it no more and something else is calling you, then you may need to pivot. But I feel like you kind of, you have to know the situation yourself and use your intuition to to help you with that yeah no and i feel like pivoting can be it can be hard like we were talking about it earlier too 
and like I like what you were saying too like sometimes certain degrees or backgrounds you have it might be easier to pivot or to switch you know and to be like hey you know maybe not you know that's what I want to do anymore let me do this instead um but like you were saying earlier so like for myself like engineering I think the one thing I appreciate about it and kind of just the position that I'm in is that I do have the flexibility to be able to to do this you know to podcast to create um but I think it can be hard to when you have that pressure of like hey like this is this big degree whatever like this is what you should be doing and for myself I didn't really have like pressure from parents or things like that like to do it it was mostly from myself um but yeah it can be hard just saying like hey maybe like instead of engineering I want to like do this like in my goal hopefully if it gets to that point is oh you can have like your own studio space kind of like join a network and like you can podcast and that's something that i would really enjoy and it takes a lot of time and dedication to get there but yeah just understanding that it's okay to pivot and change your mind like and i really like what you were saying about if what you're doing isn't necessarily like feeding your soul if you're just not drawn to it or called to it anymore like maybe it's time to stop you know like maybe it's time yeah. to just leave um and i guess my question would be what was it not necessarily from a business point, but what really was it like the motivating factor for you to say like, okay, I'm, th I'm done with this. Let's do juicing full time. Let's actually go in. I, I really want to say, um, because before this, I was already making juice for my family. And I was fine with that. And that's why I didn't, it's a reason why I didn't want to make juicing a business because I just enjoy doing it for my family and I wasn't necessarily trying to make it a hustle or make it make it a business at all I really <laughs> I actually was trying to force the business part on my little cousin because we were juicing together and I was like oh that'd be so cute if you like started selling juices um at your school but he was starting high school and once he got into high school I barely have seen him since so, um, you know, I was just, I was forcing it on him. I thought it would work, didn't work, but I was making it for my family and I was enjoying that process. But they were also like my mom, she has rheumatoid arthritis and like for her, she, for her journey, she has high blood pressure as well. She goes um, to the doctor and get um, her blood pressure. She gets blood work every month. Um, she also gets like infusions so that she can um, manage with rheumatoid arthritis. But I had been making her juices like weekly and she would come home and she started coming home and was like, um, you know, my blood pressure is low. Like it's at, it's in, like the levels are improving. It's not as high anymore. And even with the medication that she was on, that she was given, it wasn't getting her blood pressure to a to a safe place that was, <clears throat> it wasn't getting it to a safe place on its own. So it wasn't doing the work of the juices, really. That's really what it was. And I feel like just seeing that and also, like my Nana, she went through, um, she experienced strokes and she, I believe that was last year. 
she experienced strokes and we had to like she had to get um brain surgery and and um she kind of went through a lot like now she's now she's in a um a home a, a care home and i was kind of thinking like dang i wish you know i would have known this because what caused her to have the stroke was her health and i was kind of like i wish i would have known so much more about her health i mean just about like the power of juices when like before that happened so that i could still kind of have my same nana with me but um so i feel like that's what's kind of motivating me to continue within this within just the spectrum of just being healthy and um helping people with helping people with getting here from from where they are um that's kind of motivating me to continue on this path and although i don't think that i will be doing juices for very long i think that whatever else i'm called to do is going to be within helping helping people with their health and um something i noticed is that with a lot of other like health health people or like um fitness people maybe i don't like online fitness and health people they a lot of people kind of try to force you to um cut everything out and and i don't know they do things that it's like you know if you have the discipline and you have the drive like and the will you'll be able to do it but a lot of people are just not not there and um i don't know i want to be able to reach those people that are not necessarily just trying to completely go vegan or completely go plant based today but want to make steps to get closer to health a healthier them really um so that they can get off the medication and they can be with their families longer so i think that's more so what i'm going into and i forgot the question what was the question <laughs> um let's see what was the question so i guess <laughs> we can kind of pivot into something else pivoting i feel like that's a thing but we can pivot into something else too <laughs> since we're kind of along the lines like um so i know you're saying like juicing you know might not be the thing that you do forever right so if you know in a perfect world right let's say you have like a million dollars and you could make your dream come true whatever the next phase the next step for planning assets or even for yourself um you know what would that be if juicing isn't the thing that's going to be here forever you know what's what's the next best thing for you so what i want to do is i i Ultimately, I do. I want to continue gardening, and I want to have land and a farm. And I don't really know about the farm, but maybe more so the garden part. Um, I want to be able to teach people how to grow their own food, whether that is um, helping them plant food at their home or letting them come like on the land that I own and learn that way. It's probably going to be like a mix of both. I want to be able to sell plants to people, like. That's kind of ultimate goal. I, I I lost it at first, but that's the ultimate goal with planting assets is to be able to teach people how to grow their own food and how to sustain their, their self um, so that they can make their own juices. Like I want to be able to grow my own cucumbers and celery 
and beats and all of these things so that we can make our own juices for ourselves, but not so that I have to make more juice for other people, but they can make juice for themselves and have like access to all of these, to all the good herbs and vegetables that they need to sustain their diets. No, that's definitely good. Like, I think it's a good goal to have. I think that it's important to kind of keep, like what you're saying in mind, like what are the big dreams and the big goals that you have? And it's kind of unrelated, but I remember during COVID, me, my mom, my sister, I think we were listening in on this webinar um, and they were kind of talking about stocks or whatever. So it's not about the stocks, but the question they had was, you know, what's your, I think it was your freedom number they were saying. So like, what's the freedom number to be able to like, do the things that you want to achieve all the goals and things like that. Um, and that was more related to the stock. So obviously they're trying to get people to join their team. That's, that's the whole thing. But yeah, I think it's important just keeping in mind, like, what is it that ultimately you want to do, you know, because I think that life, like this is your life to live, right? Like it doesn't matter what you're doing before, what anybody else is going to tell you that you need to do. It's like, this is actually like your life and you can have the tools to make it happen. And I feel like even with planning assets, like what you were saying too, it's like you're actually giving like your family and your friends, you're giving the people that you love and care about the tools to to be able to make themselves better, like to have better health and things like that. And I just think it's really cool to be able to do that, especially like with juicing and foods, because I feel like it's so like tangible, you know, like, oh, I'm actually helping like somebody's body. Like this is like actually what you need to survive. Um, <laughs> Eat food every day. Yeah, for real. I guess like something I'm interested in. So what's something that's kind of surprised you or something that you've learned since you've kind of been juicing more? So I know it's not from what you're saying, it's not completely new. It's something that you were kind of doing and it's morphed right into like this business, this new opportunity for you. What's something new that you've learned that's been surprising? So either about like juicing itself or maybe even about just the business, like what's what's some new things that you've learned? Um, so definitely for juicing, I didn't expect for it to be so like to have such a great impact on like, like to really improve people's health. Like I, and it's, it's kind of like, I understand it, <laughs> but I, I guess I was kind of surprised, like, oh, this is, this actually works. Like, this is, this is real information. Like, someone that I've been um, selling juice to, I sell juice to them kind of like every two weeks. They, um, like, she was experiencing a lot of, she, she has diabetes, but she's been able to, like, she's getting closer to being able to wean herself off of her medicine. And it's like I it's like I knew that this is what this was the goal, but and like and this is the thing, my mom has rheumatoid arthritis and she's a little she's afraid to get off of her medicine because she doesn't I feel like she she doesn't really believe it, but also because of just the pain that she feels within her body. So like I understand it for her. With someone that have diabetes, they don't have the same experience as my mom. So to see that they're really able to see in their future that they like with sticking with this, that they can wean themselves 
off of their the medicine and um and just knowing like these things actually work like the sea moss actually work like getting like such the great the great feedback that's not like like I don't know like it like we're told that these things are good for us and this is what we should be doing and you know I preach about it but I feel like it's another thing once you when you get the testimonials once I get the testimonials and I get the feedback that's like I feel amazing I feel better and that's another thing too because a lot of I sell a lot of juice to younger people but when I do get these like older clients that um or older customers that are really that are really sticking with it I feel like I don't it's a good feeling to see that they are really making like it's really working like it's like fulfilling and like I guess it's like actually seeing like the thing that you created like have the impact yeah yeah because I mean because we know what is good for us but you know we also know about the junk food and we know about the stuff that's not so good for us that we've been eating for years I mean it I've seen the way, like, it makes sense in my head. Logically, it makes sense. The healthy foods, it makes sense. The foods that aren't so healthy, it makes sense. But I think, like, really seeing it for myself, like, having that experience and it not being, like, through someone else's business that is saying, like, oh, yeah, this is a testimonial I got from them being, you know, on my health plan, on my meal plan. Um, Yeah, I just, I feel like it's powerful. I didn't really expected so so much yeah no it's like like i guess I'm trying to think because i think there's always something about your like your purpose is you know really what it is um and i know for me i've struggled with understanding like what what is my purpose you know um because i do a lot of things just a lot of random stuff i just do a lot and um, I think not boxing yourself in so you, you know, you don't have that full understanding of like you can have multiple, you know, purposes and things like that. Um, I guess that would be a good question, you know, like, do you feel like this is kind of leading you to your purpose? Like, do you feel like you're kind of realizing what your purpose is or how do you feel about everything that you've been able to just create and do and just all the, the feedback you've been able to get? feel like it but also I'm like I don't know is this like I don't know I um I definitely ask ask God and spirit all the time like is this what I'm supposed to be doing please help me and what I learned <laughs> this is why it's so important to have a connection with um with definitely God with some higher <laughs> person because um for a long like this is in it's why I said, like, I don't think I'm supposed to be juicing, like making juices so much because when it was October, before I got into my um, car accident that totaled my car, I was going to the farmer's market every, every weekend and like, and I was getting like, um, I was getting brand recognition. I was being, I was able to, um, get like a lot of the same like repeat customers people actually like the juice they like what I have and people were coming and 
although that so at that time I'm working on how can I get into the how can I not only be at this farmer's market but be at other farmer's markets and also be at um what is it and also oh yeah also like working on getting my juice in stores and like I'm having like these are my goals at the at that point like I'm having conversations with cafes and and people that own these different establishments trying to figure out how can I get my juice in there so that I don't have to so that I can I don't have like um specific clientele <clears throat> where I'm not like so much relying where I'm not doing like the table selling that's what I was trying to get out of the cafe thing didn't wasn't really working okay what was kind of the struggle with the the cafe um cafe or trying to get in stores just curiosity she for her she just said it was too expensive um and I just I was like okay cool so I was kind of going to the next business and it was crazy I went to like one of my local herbal stores that I that I frequent and have been frequenting for some years. And I was talking to him about um, how I sell juice. And he was down for it. He was like, cool, um, I'm gonna hit you up. I'm about to do a juice cleanse. You can make my juice for me. And it was cool. And on my way home from that meeting, that's when I got in a car accident. And from that, I was just like, what the hell? Like, I can't even imagine, like, just having that good conversation and then it's, like, immediately car crash. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, I was so, I was so happy. I was lit. And I was so close to being home. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, this going to work. This We're going to make this work. This going to work. And when that happened, I was just like, I feel like, like, first of all, I was out of a car. I'm still out of a car. But... I walked, I think I, I walked to the store to get his ingredients, to get everything to make his juice. I made his juice and I asked my mom to drop it off um, when she got off of work or something. And she was able to do that. And then I was kind of just like, I was, I feel like I went into a depression. Like, what the heck I'm supposed to do? Why would this happen? Like, I still haven't even, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I still haven't even, like, reconnected with him to see, like, did you even like the juices? Like, I was just such in a what-the-heck-is-going-on state and also just, like, so upset. Like, dang, I had this plan to, like, like I, I want to go to the um to the flea market. I still, I still want to sell my juice at the flea market. How the heck I'm going to get to the flea, flea market? Um, at that same time, I was planning to drop my podcast episode. I'm like, how the heck, like I have all of these plans and nothing, like what the heck is going on? So, you know, definitely at that time I was like, <sighs> I was stressed out and um, I didn't understand what was happening. And so then I started getting like very, like eventually, maybe around, maybe January came and I started getting very heavy into, um, okay, I'm just going to build an online community. Um, so then that's what I was working on, just building, building an online community, building on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and just putting my stuff out there.
and seeing what the heck happened. The first quarter of this year, I was just focused on getting engagement and getting brand brand awareness and getting people familiar with seeing seeing my post and seeing me, hearing my voice and my voiceovers. And um, then like my Facebook page, it grew from like 63 people to now it's at 7,000. Oh, that's, that's impressive. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> that was wild. Yeah. That was so wild. Mm. Like every day was like hundreds of people. I'm like, what the heck is yeah, going Yeah, like on? what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's still growing, thank God. But so then from that, I was just like, okay, um, maybe that happened for a reason. Like I got in a car accident to slow me down so that I can reach the people online. So online i'm getting all this traction on my facebook page so i'm spending a lot of time on facebook and um a lot of the people on there a lot of my followers they're saying like we we want your juice we want your juice can you ship it i didn't want to ship juice like i initially like people were already asking me um to ship juice and I was like no like it's going to be too expensive I already knew it was going to be too expensive in my head I'm like I know it's going to be too expensive because and I'm a small business and but I'm going to need not only to like get all of my products well like the boxes the insulated stuff the the um ice packs to keep stuff cool like not only all of that but also um the weight of it and y'all are all in different places. A lot of them like down in the South and like across the country more so than like within California. So I'm like, it's just gonna be way too expensive. And I knew that, but I was just like, I have too much money sitting in my Facebook account. Like these are people that wanna spend money with me. I'm not working right now. So I'm thinking like, okay, Maybe, maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be selling. I'm supposed to be shipping my juice. So I get, I start getting all of that together. And I ship my first package at the end of the first quarter, like March 22nd or something, to a girl in Virginia. That freaking package cost $73 basically to send. <clears throat> and... And I was like, there's no way that this this doesn't make sense. Like, and I knew that this wasn't gonna make sense. And to get it to her quicker with uh, priority, like um, Express, it was $152. I just was like, okay, I'm not gonna pay for that one. I'm just gonna pay for the $73 one because I don't have a choice. Like I already have all of this, whatever. Um, so the, just to get back to your question, I'm saying all this to say, I don't know if ju if selling my, if do, continuing with the juicing is what I'm called to do. I don't think that is the called purpose because every time I get, I feel like I'm getting closer to doing what I, I think I'm supposed to be doing. Something happens that kind of derails that plan because I haven't sent any juice since that package because 
at that point, I mean, it's just, it's too, I can't figure, I can't think of a way in my head to where it's, it's going to make sense to send these packages. I can't, like, I can't. So I'm like, okay, maybe that is not it. So now I just have a bunch of um, cold packs and boxes and insulated. And I'm like, you know, please just let me sell this off. But um, I heard a message from from um, a girl on Instagram and she was like, you know, maybe you are forcing, trying to like force something to happen that you're, that basically I'm, I'm not really following like I'm not really following what I'm being asked to do I'm kind of just jumping to the next thing even though I knew in my head I knew in me that shipping these packages I'm not at that level to where it's gonna make sense I went forward anyways thinking like well why why would God bring this to me if that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing? So I'm just continuing to do the work and um, continuing to work. And that's why I say I'm just trying to get better with my intuition and trusting my intuition, trusting my first head, because I let a bunch of followers and people tell me what I should be doing when I could have been spending that time doing something else. I could have saved my money. And um, save the heartache if I stuck with my intuition and listen to the message that I received instead of just jumping straight to doing what other people wanted me to do because they are not my God. That's that's deep. Look what you just said. Because <laughs> they're not my God. It's like they're yeah. not my compass. They're not my <laughs> Like, you know, they're just not. But. I hopefully, you know, some people turn around. I feel like honestly, just like the type of person that you are and like, just like the energy that I'm getting, even like with this conversation, like I know it's going to work out. Like something's going to work out because, you know, but I obviously, I do not um, claim to know the reason things happen. I am not all knowing, all powerful. I am not. Um, but like even with the, you know, the car accident, like that was a hurdle. It was definitely unexpected. But then it's like, hey, like the next thing came and the next thing. So it's like, like, I feel like there's so many things that happen just unexpectedly, right? And it's the the thing in that moment, at least in my mind, is like not so much the thing that's happening, but like how do you respond? You know, how do you respond? Um, and even then it kind of makes me think about like showing up in faith. Um, like one of the books that I love, it's um, Bamboozled by Jesus by Yvonne Orji. Um, and like she talks about all these like unexpected moments that happen in her life and how they led to like the next thing and the next thing. And she has like lessons from each one. So that's definitely like a good book recommendation if you haven't read it, like I love it. Um, but yeah, it's like, you never know like what's stepping out on faith, like what that actually does. So it's like, hey, I can't ship the juices. But you can always start, you know, you can start small. You could like do tasting, samplings, you could do table, you know what I mean? There's always something going on. But then two, um, to like your point, it's like forcing things that maybe aren't supposed to happen. And maybe it's not that it's not supposed to happen, but maybe it's like now's not the time, you know? Like that's something that I experience a little bit where it's like, there's 
there's always a difference between like, hey, this isn't supposed to happen. And this is like, this isn't supposed to happen like right now. And it's like standing the test and like resilient is such a buzzword, but figuring out how to be resilient and like, you know, how, what do I do in the meantime? Like until I get to that point, you know, what, what's going to happen. Um, but it, it like requires so much of you to, to do that. Like just the strength and the, the energy and like, cause it's not easy. Um, and like, I know you were talking about like feeling j just depressed and because it's, like, I think we could all be a little more vocal about just the struggles and things. Like, I like talking about success, but also talking about, like, failures or maybe things we perceive to be failures or just, just hard times that get us to the next thing. Um, but I guess my question is kind of like, what's, what do you think are your superpowers? Like, if someone were to ask you, like, you went through this, you overcame this, you know, how did you get through it? Like, what, what are your superpowers? Um... So when I, when I first looked at that question, I was just, I was just thinking like my superpower is being organized. <laughs> like, I don't know, being able to organize and um, plan things out. Um, I don't really know. I haven't really thought that into it. Um yeah i don't know it's just untapped potential is yeah because <laughs> it. it's like like i think the other thing too is that there's always something that people see in you right that like you don't see in yourself so it's like like i just see so much like potential and like growth and just like energy you know like i just see it um and it's like you know vice versa too it's like there's stuff that i don't see in myself and i'm like uh what you know um, but it could be the things that like, you, like you don't consider superpowers that like they could be, or like, you know, maybe they are. Um, and I think it's just like understanding yourself too. Like, you know, what, what are the things that I do that motivate me? What are the things that I do that like inspire like myself? Like, what is it that I've done? And I'm like, okay, like you did that self, like good job. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's just why, like you never know what it could be, honestly. Right. Yeah, that's why I'm like, like, after giving that answer, I'm like, hmm, maybe I have a different type of superpower, but I don't, I don't know. Because originally I was just, I was satisfied with the answer of, no, I'm organized. <laughs> I I love that about me. I'm organized uh, and I like to plan things out. Um, but yeah, I think that's definitely something I have to think of, think more of and I think that's like what you were saying just about sometimes people seeing seeing something in you. I feel like um that's that's a big fact. And I I think like what made me think of um that's making me think of like when I'm talking to my friends who have businesses and and sometimes sometimes you feel like you're stuck in your business and like I'll talk to my friend and then they'll have all these ideas and then it'll spark an idea in me and vice versa too. Like sometimes they'll feel like, I don't know what else to do, but it's like, because really what it comes back to is just you're in it, you're in the thick of it. So it's hard to see like all, all of these, all of the things that are around you because you're just, you're in the middle of it, experiencing it all. But somebody that's on the outside 
they can see like this this you have a straight path right here you got another path right here like you have all of these different options um that's just specifically like with business stuff but um yeah it may be the same thing with my superpower too somebody else probably got to tell me <laughs> somebody else has to see it and tell me what it is <laughs> i feel that i feel that because sometimes you sometimes you don't know like what what is it that i'm actually good at like what's you know what's that thing you don't know um but i know one thing that we had kind of talked about like prepping for this um is like authenticity um and i love that that's like a theme for this but also like a theme for you i was like oh my gosh like alignment yes it's working um but i guess like when you hear authenticity you know like what what does it mean to you to be authentic and how do you make sure you're showing up authentically you know for yourself your business your family like how do you just make sure that you're showing up authentically um i think for me i for me to show up authentically i have to kind of get out of my head but also appreciate that i do be in my head um, that I do like overthink things. Um, I remember like growing up, I, I'm, I'm an observing person and not even just growing up, I'm observing today. Um, and just being around people that I don't know. And I would, I would get like with my friends and they would bring people around that I didn't know. So I would be really quiet because I'm just like listening and watching and just observing, seeing like how the relationship, the dynamics and um, waiting for my chance, like just waiting to feel comfortable. Um, and I would get a lot of like hate about it. And people would be like, why is she so quiet? Why are your friends so quiet? And, you know, they made it such a bad thing. And I would be like, well, why do you want me to jump in your conversation? I don't like the people just jump into my conversations or insert opinions if they don't know me so I'm just giving you the same respect that's what I kind of had in my head like why is that a problem why is me being quiet such a like why is that a problem for people I never understood it and um and I used to be like and I used to like try to be like okay I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be so quiet I'm a but it's like that's who I am and um, I had to just get comfortable with just being like, that's who I am. Why, why does it bother you that I'm quiet? Why does me saying nothing bother you? Like, what you got going on? You're, for me to be bothering you with no words or anything, I'm probably not even looking at you. Like, even with instances like that, like, I feel like that's, Maybe that's doing like the inner child work or the inner teenager work, just um, being okay with who I am. I seen this podcast where this girl said, you know, people are going to say things about you. And this is kind of what she said. I'm like paraphrasing. Basically, people are going to say things about you and it's kind of up to you to either believe it like whether you believe it or not like are you gonna let it bother you or are you gonna like let it basically like bring you like be powerful like is it gonna make you be powerful instead of it um instead of being like self-conscious about it like you may think somebody may say that you're bossy but do you love that you're bossy if you love it then 
it doesn't matter if they don't if they don't like that you're bossy. If you don't like that you're bossy, then that's something that you can work on within yourself. But I feel like it's just doing like being authentic is just doing the inner work. Um, figuring out who you want to be, what qualities you love about yourself before people can kind of try to make you dislike qualities about yourself. I love that I'm observant because it allows me to understand dynamics more, understand relationships more and, um, and stay away from people that I don't need to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's like, like what you were saying too, I feel like, like being authentic and not questioning the stuff that like makes you innately you, but then also like what you were saying before, trusting your intuition. It's like, like just, you know, trusting yourself, I think can be difficult too sometimes, like trusting your decisions, trusting that you know what's best for you. But ultimately it's like, it's up to you to show up like as authentically as you can. Um, but I feel like honestly it shows like in like the way you carry yourself, the way you kind of like conduct your business and like the way you post things, you know, it's just like, like just being true to who you are and like not letting people question or make you feel bad for it. So I definitely, I love that a lot. Um, I guess last question while we still have you. So this is going to be more of a fun, it could be a twofer. So first question, have you listened to Renaissance? Um, okay, nobody, nobody jump on my head. I have and haven't. Which one is Renaissance? Is that the one? I know it was Beyonce, but is that the one with, with like all the, um, not pop? What is that genre? It's like, um, house. I guess like house kind of. I did like yeah. Renaissance. Okay, I was gonna ask you what your favorite song off the album was, but if you don't have a favorite song off of Renaissance, what is a song that's kind of been keeping you going? Like either like, oh, I can't stop listening to it. This is like my jam, or what? What's been the song? Oh my gosh, I have been redefining my music taste. Um, I feel like I I grew up with a lot of hip hop and. Um, <clears throat> like drill rap, listening to like local artists. And um, a lot of that music is not very positive or very uplifting. A lot of it is very dark. And I feel like it just, it doesn't align anymore. And I kind of forced it to not align with me or my style anymore. Um, just cause that's not the energy I want to carry on me. Um, but a genre that I did just kind of find was like, is this like hip hop gospel <laughs> or rapping gospel. Um, I forget the name that they call it, but um, I've just been having a lot of, a lot of those songs like on replay, on replay and creating playlists from those songs. Um, let me, let me find one that I've really been enjoying. This song called Tricky by Red Tips. Mm. Um, and it's like a gospel song but I've been really liking this genre because they talk about um, like just overcoming a lot and like just walking with God proudly walking with him and um, I don't know I like that it's yeah. like very very in alignment in this season that I am in in my life of like that's the that's the 
that's what I'm on right now. Yeah. No, that's cool. I just like answering people's like music tastes are like, oh, what's like a random question? But that's cool. Yeah, I can see where like drill rap isn't the most positive. But that's funny. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it, like for me, like I'm so used to it. So I, mm-hmm. I do like the beats and I like the yeah. flow sometimes. But, you know, I would be caught listening to music. Well, catching myself listening to some stuff. And repeating the words and i'm like i am not wishing this over my life like right. this is not <laughs> what i am wishing over my life at all like some people like um kill me now or mm. or i can or i'll die or just crazy words yeah I'm like, god. and after i be having to correct myself like god that's not for me mm. i'm just thinking a song i don't want nothing none of what they have going on right i don't want none of that <laughs> So I'm like, like let I wish me none of that try to me. switch it up. Yeah. Like, heck no. No, no, no. Mm, no, I feel it for <laughs> sure. Um, let's see. I guess last, last question. So I like to end all my episodes with like three or so affirmations, either kind of related to the theme or what I'm talking about. So if you could think of, let's say, let's do three. Think of three affirmations and they don't have to be like super long or anything, just whatever's come to your mind um, that relate to maybe where you are in life or maybe things that have kind of been brought up based on our conversation today? Um, One of them, the first one I thought of that I've been telling myself this week is I forgive myself. And that's just overall, overall affirmation. I forgive myself. I got a wall full of affirmations and... (laughs) It's on the spot too, so it's all good. (laughs) Another affirmation I think is um, I accept or I'm open to accepting miracles. Um, I am open to accepting abundance. And um, yeah, those are, that's pretty much it. I forgive myself and I'm opening myself up to miracles. I'm opening myself up to flowing abundance. I love it. I think we all need that. We all need abundance in our lives, like tenfold. We all need it. (laughs) Yes, tenfold. (laughs) Yes. But I appreciate you so much for joining me in this conversation. This is the very first interview I've ever done for the podcast. Um, So I'm happy it it happened. (laughs) And I'm hoping that everybody who's, you know, listening is taken away from just the conversation and maybe it sparked some interest. Um, But I would love it if you could share with our listeners or viewers, how can people find you? um, And how can people find Planting Assets? Um, You can find Planting Assets on all platforms. um, That's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. I want to say YouTube, but YouTube, you can't find us there too. Um, You can find me. My name is Kayla Amina underscore on all platforms, TikTok, Instagram, not Facebook, um, YouTube. Yeah, you can find me. All right. And I'm sure they're going to find you for sure. But thanks for everyone who's listening, um, taking the time to get with this interview in this episode. Um, hopefully, y'all took something away, and I hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Thanks. Yay. <laughs> 
I hope you all enjoyed that interview. I think it's really important to be able to give other people the spotlight to not only learn, but to be able to share their lessons. And so I'm just excited to see how this grows. So let me know if there's anything else you want to see. I was really excited to sit down and have a full open honest conversation with Kayla and I hope you all enjoyed it too. Um, you can find Planting Assets at Planting Assets on Instagram and I will link all of her information and her website below and you can also follow me at Orsubi Podcast or at Carson S. Bush on Instagram but thank you so much for joining me for this conversation and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Bye!